My name's Paul Murphy and over the last two decades, one thing has constantly intrigued me. How do we get a consistent flow of targeted traffic to generate incredible profits and at the same time set up processes and systems that remove all the stresses and headaches that come with online marketing? Together, we will discover the unknown strategies that exist right now on how to set up powerful marketing systems that allow us to turn our businesses around fast and give us the power to not live life on someone else's terms that we never signed up for in the first place, but have the lives we always dreamed of. Traffic's the question, and this podcast will give you the solutions. Now, on with today's episode. What is up, everyone? How's it going? I hope you all had an amazing weekend. I've got a really good episode lined up for you today. And um, this is kind of something that a lot of there's been a lot of changes in the last two years when it comes to online traffic. So I want to go into what I think and what I've seen happening, the future of online traffic. Now, some of this is based on fact and some of this is based on prediction, right? Like what I think is happening based on what I've seen and what I've done. And, um, you know, obviously I've been using what I think is the future of online traffic for the last uh, three years anyway. And as as we, as like the last two or three years have kind of developed, just kind of amazes me how what we're doing is kind of like at the forefront of everything, and I'll explain why. But I want to break everything down because if you're struggling with traffic, right, it could be for a number of reasons. So I'll look into, you know, unbiasedly, I'm going to look at all the platforms and I'm going to go over, right, what happens with these platforms, what I think is happening in the future, and and actually, you know, what, what I think is best to do right now so we're going to start with Facebook and Instagram right and I'm talking about here Facebook and Instagram for paid ads okay I'm talking about paid strategies to start with and then I'll talk about organic strategies so Facebook I I, I consider Facebook and Instagram because they're the same company they have very you know you run your ads on Facebook to Instagram so kind of similar right so Facebook obviously started off but that you know and then Instagram came a bit later but Facebook started off really bad, right? They just started letting you run ads and it was kind of chaos for a little while. Um, and that was, I think, 2009. I think they started allowing people to run ads. And then as the years went on, when the algorithm developed, they got better, right? They kind of got, you know, they kind of got to know what they were doing. They understood their audience. They had all the data, right? So they built really strong advertising platform. And there was a sweet spot, really, from about 2013, 2014 to about, 2020 2021 is when I you know I, I sort of saw lots of people absolutely crushing it. you could get away with a lot right you, you, at the end of the day as long as your offer meant that you were turning a solid ROI of two to one plus you know with whatever you were promoting you could you could run you could run Facebook ads and do really well okay um and yeah I mean you basically the ROIs were insane pretty much anything you promoted then around 2019, I think it was 2020, they came under massive scrutiny with Cambridge Analytica and then all eyes on Facebook, right? Because Facebook was the biggest social media platform on the planet. And, you know, Mark Zuckerberg got put under, like he had to go and like be under scrutiny with all the senators of the United States of America. And Facebook really haven't kind of got away from that scrutiny ever since, to be honest. And Instagram's the same. And, um, you know, as, as a result of this, 
while this was happening as well, sorry, should I say, um, Facebook ads got saturated. There's way too much competition. And then um, uh, uh, last year, was the year before actually, 2021, Apple decided to block all of the iOS 14 update. Um, I think it was 2021. It might have been 2022. But I think it was 2021. They It blocked all the data. So Apple now no longer allows you to gather data on Facebook. Apple and Facebook are two of the big, uh, two biggest companies in the world, and they're not friends, right? They don't want to really have anything to do with each other, which doesn't help us. But basically, they decided to block all the tracking. I think you know about that, right? So, you know, obviously at this stage, it was already getting saturated. And then Zuckerberg, um, Zucks left for the metaverse some point last year, changed the name to Meta. He left for the metaverse, right? And he's kind of not really that, hasn't really shown that much interest in Facebook ever since, right, in all honesty, right? And um, Facebook ads now pretty much suck. Um, You know, there are people that are making money on Facebook, but generally if you're going to take a budget over to Facebook and you're going to try and run some ads and try and get them to work on a low budget or on a a minimal budget, it's probably not going to work, right? You need to kind of have a budget. You need to have a testing budget and a big budget to, to work. So if you're kind of a newbie starting out, we don't see a lot of success. Having said that, you know, it, I'm not saying obviously it doesn't work. I'm just saying that, like, for instance, I'll give you an example. Um, Sam Ovens, about a year ago, he was the king of Facebook ads and he would, like, all of his courses trained you on Facebook ads and they were amazing. I actually took quite a lot of his courses and, um, you know, he was doing this for high ticket coaching. So for high ticket coaching, your ROI, you know, like, you need to spend a lot of money on ads for you not to turn a good profit. Because you're, he was selling coaching programs for, I think they start. Um, I think they started at six, seven thousand, and then went up to like twenty five thousand, right? And he, even he, switched them off and said they suck. They're no good, right? So you know, I mean, I know it's obviously different in different niches, but that was a real sign that our industry was in trouble. If somebody who had massively high ticket courses wasn't able to turn a good profit. Having said that, I see some really like up and coming new entrepreneurs, some people doing really well on Facebook and they seem to have nailed it, right? They seem to have got their kind of like a really good solid offer um, and, you know, something with a kind of good back end seems to work really well. But again, people don't usually start there, right? It takes a while to get there. So some of the bigger names are still advertising on Facebook. You know, some of the biggest gurus are advertising like crazy on Facebook, but they seem to have kind of cracked their offer and cracked a lot of things. So my my take on Facebook, and again, I've never run that many ads. I've done about $12,000 on ads. But my take on Facebook is um, it's probably still a powerful platform. I wouldn't start there. Um, right now, I wouldn't go anywhere near it if you're starting out. That's my take on it, right? So then we want to move on to YouTube ads, right? Now, YouTube ads, I mean, I ran a YouTube ad. Literally, I spent, I don't know, $50, $100 on a YouTube ad in 2018, when I was ready to start showing people as a consultant and I ran this ad and I literally filled up my calendar <laughs> with like 50 bucks, right? So it's kind of insane. And then I switched it off because it was kind of filling it up too fast and I never went back to it. I don't know why, but I just kind of got a bit overwhelmed by it, I think. But here's kind of like the brief history of YouTube ads, right? They started off bad um, when they first started. I can remember Google ads and YouTube ads. I can remember running um, Google ads back in 2002 like not youtube ads but 
because Google Ads and YouTube Ads is the same, you know, it's the same advertising platform, right? It was called Google AdWords, I think, back then, right? And you couldn't spend money. Right? You literally couldn't spend money. I would tell them to try and spend money and try and show ads, and it wouldn't do it. And it was like a game of chess. It was, like, really hard. But obviously, over time, it got better, and it was really um, started to pick up around 2017 on YouTube, I think, was when it started to hit. It was a bit of a sweet spot because they changed the interface and it started to be really user friendly, right? The old one was really kind of quite, quite clunky and it wasn't very good. And then I know it's a lot of people starting to have success. So I, my, I think the sweet spot was around 2017 to 2021, right? Now what's happened since then? So big brands now with some of the biggest companies in the world are now kind of realizing about YouTube and obviously taking advantage. So that's kind of one thing that's happened. Um, you know, like, so you've got a lot more competition. It's got a lot more saturated, People are now way more prepared to put themselves on video and, than they ever used to be. They're kind of embracing it now, whereas that was kind of the thing that held people back on YouTube, right? Um, tracking's obviously still blocked from Apple. Apple. You know, Apple basically blocks tracking for a lot of things. So that's messed up the data, right? And last year, uh, YouTube removed a lot of the targeting options that you could do on ads, right? So they lost placement. Um, they removed placement, which meant you can't, you can no longer just advertise on other people's videos for in-stream ads. This is right, and they also removed keywords, keyword targeting, right? Which is kind of like I don't know what they were thinking because this is such a vital thing. If you kind of, you know, if you're looking for a specific keyword to target against and that's relevant to your video, that seems to be really good, right? Now, I recently spoke at an event with one of the the leading YouTube ad agencies in the world and they've had to rethink the whole thing and kind of go back to the drawing board. I'm actually interviewing him at the end of the month, but he imparted some really important knowledge uh, that I didn't know, right? Because I don't run YouTube ads and I haven't done for over three years. But he said that the CPM, right? So the normal thing that happens with these um, advertising platforms, uh, sorry, with these social media platforms is that when you advertise, when your ad performs better, and what we mean by perform better is, is that you get more clicks, right, per thousand views. What they'll do is they'll reduce the amount you pay per thousand views, right? That's very common across the board. So they reward you for having a better ad. So the better your ad is, the lower you pay, which kind of, you know, does you proud, right? Because if you're, if you're kind of going out there. Now, the thing is, is that the click was the thing that everybody in the industry always thought was the gold, right? But the thing is, is that YouTube, right, um, doesn't really want you to take traffic away. They want you to run ads, but they don't want you to take traffic away. They want you to take traffic away from people who are really invested in what you do because that's the whole ethos of, of YouTube. So that's why they've put the CPM up. So what Tom Breeze was saying, right, at this event was that now it's all about creating the best content so that so that you, you you're going for lower clicks but more value clicks because the way they were running it before, nobody could win. Right, because they would have this amazing campaign, do this amazing videos, amazing thing, get the clicks, get the clicks, get the click, and YouTube would just double or triple the ads. Right now, you've got to really think about that. So you're kind of fighting all the time if you're just trying to run those kind of type of ads on YouTube. Right, and I'm going to come to organic content in a minute because it's kind of funny because organic is crushing it. Like the last two years, everybody seems to be doing really well on organic on all platforms. Right, um, but but the funny thing is, is that ads people are struggling, right? Um, so the solution there 
is to make more valuable content and to have more valuable clicks. And I, like I say, I'll come back to that in a second because I think this is the future of marketing as we see it now. Marketing is going to be changing massively, right? So we'll move on to TikTok, okay? Because a lot of people are very excited about TikTok. I got very excited by TikTok and I even started to run some TikToks and I didn't really get much data. But I did notice one thing very, very fast was that for me to have success on TikTok, I need to have a brand on TikTok that's massive, right? And that works, I mean, that will work across all networks, right? So if you've got a massive YouTube channel or a massive Facebook following or a massive Instagram following, then you're, you're what is known as an influencer, basically, and you're going to make money, right? You're going to be able to figure out a way to make money. But you kind of need to be an influencer on TikTok. And here's the reason, right? If you don't have, if you have a small TikTok, right, and you're trying to get, because these are kind of short videos, and what happens is if you open up TikTok on your phone, you'll notice it's straight onto the next, straight onto the next, straight onto the next. So your call to action, even if it's really strong and really amazing, they're onto another video, and TikTok's designed that on purpose so that you stay on it, right? So the videos are going to keep rolling, and you'll get caught in a video loop, right, on TikTok for hours. And Facebook has now started adopting it, right? I don't know about you guys, but it's the same thing. Facebook Stories or Facebook Reels, I think they're called, they're basically using exactly the same thing as TikTok. And a lot of them are TikToks, right? Because I see them on TikTok, I see them on Facebook. And this is what keeps you on the platform, right? It's onto the next, onto the next, onto the next. Well, with that, your call to action is very, very difficult for you to get a call to action in because these are short form videos where you've got to kind of get somebody that inspired to stop watching the next video. So your so your call, so your click through rate is going to be very, very, very low. But if you've got volume, if you've got a big channel, then that'll obviously work, right? That's the way I see it. So I gave up on TikTok and I was thinking, okay, well, I don't want to be a TikToker because once I dug into it and I got a few people's courses, they were all saying post five times a day for real traction, right? Five times a day. Well, you know, I mean, I might as well find another ad platform and run ads and pay for that, right? Because my time's really valuable and five times a day. And, and that's being creative five times a day, right? You've got to keep the, the, wheel, the wheels turning, right? Now, obviously, there's ways of doing it where you don't have to burn yourself out. You can just take a lot of your other content. There's all sorts of things you can do, right? Obviously, not discounting that. But for me, it's, it's more of a long game, right? We need to kind of build those channels. And this is one of the reasons why I don't do this on YouTube. I do not try and build massive channels on YouTube because it's a long game. I want to kind of have a strategy that gets me targeted traffic in front of people that need it. And I can do it now, right? I can do it straight away. So, yeah, so that's kind of what we see on TikTok. But, um, but a couple of pluses on TikTok, ad costs are still lower than others. So, and I, and I still think TikTok's one to look out for as they grow further I think um, I saw some TikTok ads on telly and I don't think I've ever seen any of the other social media platforms. And maybe I'm wrong. I've never seen them really advertise on telly and TikTok were coming out with some interesting ads and I thought they were quite good. It was making them kind of stand apart. So, you know, it's still quite new. It's only a few years old. So I think keep an eye on it. Keep looking at it um, and certainly run a test on some ads because Again, I, I know very little about that, but I do know that the ad costs are quite lower than others, right? So it's kind of, it's one to look out for. Um, for me, definitely not at the moment, unless you want to grow a big channel. And there's, you know, obviously there are other things to consider in there that I probably haven't noticed. But there you go. That's TikTok. That's the way I see it, right? So now we want to move on to organic content. Now, this is across the board, right? If you're using social media, 
or I wouldn't say blogs are probably all but dead now. Nobody really reads blogs, but I'm talking really about social media, right? I've seen people crushing it just with this over the last few years, right? And, you know, obviously we've crushed it without spending any money on ads, like using YouTube. But I've seen people doing it with Facebook. I've seen people doing it, you know, with um, Instagram. I've even seen people doing it like growing, you know, TikTok channels and things like that and doing it with that. So, you know, organic content is doing really, really well. So why is that, right? Bearing in mind that most of these platforms, I'll talk about YouTube in a second, right? But most of these platforms are here today, gone tomorrow, but you can still get a certain amount of things going down. So if you're posting every day, you can make a lot of money, right? Sometimes it doesn't need to take that long. But a lot of these platforms obviously do have this kind of churn, right? It's going to be 24 hours and then you'll never be seen again, right? Because they're designed that way, right? But here's, here's what's interesting about this. When you go and create an ad, you're creating something to get a click, right? And this resonates with what Tom Bree said, right? But the thing is, is that when you're creating stuff on, on social media, your mindset is slightly different. You're thinking more about the value you can give. You're thinking more about, because you're not creating an ad, you're creating a piece of content. Your brain goes into content mode instead of ad mode, right? So you kind of have this kind of value-driven philosophy of kind of putting out content, right? You kind of, you default to it because you're thinking, well, I'm not paying for this, so I need to get their attention. I need to show them things. I need to get excited. So when you do that, right, you're kind of going into that kind of, you know, here's some case studies, here's this, here's that, here's that. And what happens is, is you build no like and trust, right? And you kind of, I think a lot, I think the reason we do this as well is because we think, well, we're not going to see, not that many people are going to see it. So we're going to really have to get their attention. We're going to have to really kind of build a lot of value, build a lot of no like and trust. And then you get the clicks and then you get the, the things driving in. Now, you know, a lot of the big gurus are switching to adding this model. So I'll take, I'll give you a couple of examples here, right? So Sam Ovens was literally doing um, paid ads all the time, cut them off a year ago. And now he's putting out videos. And he's actually saying, I'm doing YouTube and email and it's crushing, right? Tom Breeze, who runs an ad agency, is, is basically switching the model now. He's saying that everyone's running YouTube ads wrong. Virtually everyone in the industry is running it wrong. But what they're now doing is saying create eight to 10 pieces of valuable content that you run ads to, create them on YouTube, run ads on YouTube, and then you've got your brand there all the time. And these videos are ones that are going to also get organic traffic on the back end. So you're going to be boosting the actual organic content that you're already putting out. And funnily enough, I a couple of years ago, and I haven't done this for a while, and I'm going to go back to doing this. I'm going to try this on Facebook, right? I was putting up my YouTube videos on Facebook and just boosting them for like 5, 10, 20 bucks, right? And I was getting like crazy opt-ins. And people were saying, oh, no, you, you, you shouldn't boost things on Facebook. But I was kind of noticing that if you boosted something on Facebook, it was super cheap, right? It was like, for some reason, it would go into like a cheap pot, right? Like you just get like, for 5 or 10 bucks, you'd get a load of stuff. And that, and, and that did, worked really well, but it went against everything I was learning. No, no one agreed that that was what was happening, but I could see it. And then I kind of forgot about it, right? And I don't know why I'd switch that off. So I'm going to try that again, because obviously people are now still running this kind of very strategic ads on Facebook. 
But maybe, you know, running a bit of like um, organic content and boosting it is going to work on Facebook and YouTube. But what we are doing is we're building out, um, um, I'm building out a number of videos on my YouTube channel, which I'm going to be boosting with ads. And I'm going to be obviously testing. I won't boost them with ads in the first 24 hours, 48 hours. And then I'm going to basically uh, boost them with ads. And then what we're going to do is we're going to test, we're going to see against what we got in the first 48 hours organic and then what we get with the ads. And then we're going to see what happens with the ads. Because what happens is generally is that if people are watching your video a lot, YouTube boosts them, right? So this is what, this is what we anticipate. So this is kind of the model we're going to do. Um, um, but the other thing is, is that, like I say, organic content on all the other platforms is generally only a 24-hour turnaround. So the only platform right now that I know of that gives you long-term traffic is YouTube. And YouTube gives you long-term traffic in two ways, right? So this is, there's two different methods of doing this. Now, last week I actually put up a video where I went for organic, uh, sorry, I went for, um, yeah, organic um, um, content. So I wasn't going for targeted content. I wanted YouTube to boost it. So the way that you um, that you get those boosts is if you create your content so it's general, so that people could, YouTube can go, okay, I can present this to lots of different people, right? And you also, um, when you get to a 1,000 subscribers, you can run ads. And when you run ads on it, it seems that from what I've gathered, YouTube will give you a bit of extra love. It will boost it for you, right? Now, this isn't targeted views, though. This is organic views. This is kind of... Um, you put in some valuable content and it's going out to the, you know, like if all my subscribers watch it, then YouTube will boost it to other subscribers and then they'll get to watch it. But they're not in the market right now necessarily. They're kind of, YouTube's obviously got incredible amounts of data and it will have some of that, but it's not going for the target. But what we generally do is we will go for less views, but more targeted views and real, and create real value content in front of those people. So people will basically go and look for, you know, for instance, how to make money on YouTube without subscribers. And that's all my videos about. And I'm looking for people who are looking for that search term to create content for that person. So some of our videos will get 500 view views over a year, but it will crush it, right? Because those 500 views are serving those exact people with a good call to action. And that's what we've been doing. So those are the videos I'm going to be boosting. And funnily enough, keyword targeting on videos that you're boosting, organic videos that you're boosting. So you're basically, um, for instance, that video is already up. I'm not putting it in, in stream before a video, you know, like the 54321 before. It's actually appearing on the right-hand side, but it'll be, But I basically have it boosted. Then that's going to be um, um, keyword targeting and placements are still available on those for now anyway, right? So... But the thing is, is that you can get both of those long-term traffic and you can have traffic for years and years and years to come. So of all of the platform, right, because organic content online is winning and because YouTube offers you evergreen organic traffic, if you know what you're doing, right? And by the way, if you want to know how to do this, go just go to helpmegetleads.com and you can join my 100% free group coaching program. Right, you can literally join it, and I'll coach you every week on this stuff, and you'll you'll get it down. Right, it's really insane, but YouTube organic wins hands down, and with a little bit of ad spend behind it as well, this could be a massive powerhouse because all we're doing is is we're putting 
we're, we're basically we're ranking on Google, getting all that traffic, and we're just giving it a bit of boost with a bit of paid traffic. The organic's already winning, right? And the strategy we're doing is putting a little bit of paid behind it. Um, and we're going to test it, right? It may well be that we spend way too much on the ads because they're still overpriced and it doesn't work. But this is what we're thinking of doing. But all YouTube organic, regardless, if you pay for ads or not, wins because you get that evergreen traffic. So, yeah, go to helpmegetleads.com and I will get you hooked up with our group coaching program. And I can't wait to work with you. So, yeah, that is that is, you know, basically the future of online traffic as I see it. YouTube is the platform to be on if you're not already on it. Get on it because um, all of the others are powerful, but there are some drawbacks, right? And I still haven't got any drawbacks. YouTube seems to be more and more prominent as time goes on. And I think it's going to carry on winning because it's designed that way, right? So yeah, that's it for today's episode, guys. I'll see you in the next episode. If you are tired of paying for ads that do not deliver and you need to reach a super targeted audience, driving them direct to your products and services with free targeted evergreen traffic on Google and YouTube, then our gold membership is designed specifically to help you get results fast by claiming your first free Google ads. Now, the great thing is, is that your first two weeks are completely free. To get started, head over to iservefirst.com. That's iservefirst.com. Links in the show notes. And you'll be able to start driving 100% free targeted traffic to your business today.